Welcome everybody to the Bolt from the Blue podcast. The title music that you have just heard is quite appropriate. I've been feeling quite the paranoid android because it's been quite a while since you've heard from us here at the Bolt from the Blue podcast. Not only the three-month lockdown, but in fact, uh, just checking up, the last pod that you received from us was the one after the game against uh, Sheffield in the fifth round of the FA Cup when we prevailed 1-0 thanks to a goal in the 53rd minute by Sergio Aguero. Since then, of course, we've had that um, unfortunate uh, 2-0 loss against Manchester United. And then there have been five games since the restart and there's been no bolt from the blue. There have been various reasons for that. We don't need to go into it. The main thing is we're back. And uh, the restart has gone well for us, by and large. We had the 3-0 win against Arsenal, the 5-0 win against Burnley, the slight setback against Chelsea, but we redeemed ourselves to go into the semi-final of the FA Cup with that 2-0 win against Newcastle. And of course, to top it all off, we've just thrashed Liverpool 4-0. Now, this particular pod that uh, I'm putting out right now uh, is not going to be about the mauling of Liverpool because I'm hoping to do that uh, very shortly after this pod and hopefully we'll have our uh, two colleagues, our two regular colleagues back and that's uh, Ray from City Fan TV and also hopefully Colin Savage aka Presswitch Blue and uh, that is set up to be uh, a very good one. I'm sure those guys have plenty of opinions to amuse you with on that result but what I thought I would do here is just uh, a little flash pod, uh, a bolt solo, um, as I say, um, just to give my reactions to what I've been hearing on um, some of the other uh, sister podcasts that I've been listening to, where there has been quite a lot of speculation about what changes and what kind of transfers that Pep is going to make in the uh, summer transfer window or if it indeed still is the summer when we get the chance to uh, make uh, these signings of course everything is a little bit up in the air because until the uh, 13th of july rolls around and we know whether or not we're going to be involved in the champions league uh, next season it's um pretty uh, hard uh, to predict but what i think i can do is offer a set of changes and transfer uh, purchases that City could make in either event. And uh, I've, got, I've, I've been keeping my eye, of course, on the fact that um, we do need to uh, be aware of the homegrown contingent that we uh, need to maintain for those quotas that are laid down by the Premier League and also uh, the Champions League. And um, I'm trying to think of uh, changes that could be made that would involve um, no unnecessary uh, financial uh, outlay where necessary or the minimum um, amounts that would need to go out. Uh, of course, all of the Premier League clubs have uh, suffered financial uh, losses due to uh, the lockdown. And uh, of course, if we lose the decision um, on July the 13th, the, in the FFP case, we could be out uh, anything from 80 to 100 million uh, euros in the next year or uh, two years, depending on um, any possible sanction that may come. But anyway, 
uh, here we go. Here is what I think a city could and possibly should do before the advent of the next season in order to give Liverpool a bigger challenge than we have been able to manage to do uh, this season. So going through the squad, here are my proposals. The first one to go is Claudio Bravo. Now, he has come to the end of his uh, contract at the end of the season. I see no reason why it should be extended. Bravo has been a great, great servant, of course, uh, particularly in the cup competitions, quite Quite something of the penalty specialist, and um, he's been responsible for some uh, great uh, moments for us, but um, he still doesn't inspire confidence, and I would imagine that at the age that he is at, he probably has had enough um, of being um, a number two with just limited uh, game involvement. He could do better elsewhere. Although it's been reported that he and his wife and family are well settled in the United Kingdom, I don't think uh, City are at the point where they would want to offer him a new contract with all that that would involve. Simple solution to that would be to recall Zach Steffen. Uh, Steffen, you know, is the um, US men's national team regular a goalkeeper. That should tell you something about his quality. He's been out on loan at Fortuna Dusseldorf for not doing very well in the Bundesliga there near the bottom. And I think certainly if uh, Stefan uh, would be recalled, it would be an attractive option for him. City are a team, unlike Liverpool, who do make a tilt at all four competitions. So there'll be plenty of games for him to be involved with. And I think that's a good solution to make Zach Stefan the number two. Let's get a look at him, guys. Let's get a look at him in uh, the UK, in the English League, uh, possibly, and uh, definitely in the Cups. And that would um, be a good solution uh, to the departure of Bravo. The next thing is something that some City fans might not think is necessary, but um, do we really want to extend the short contract of Scott Carson? I don't know. I don't think so, guys. It's probably not a necessary change to make. We could uh, give him another year. But I think that uh, what we could do is recall Murich and uh, put an end to his uh, loan misery. He's obviously had a bit of a bad time out on loan at Nottingham Forest, not getting a lot of uh, game time there. Obviously had a couple of nightmares in his um, early games and um, was dropped and uh, the coaching staff there at Forest uh, lost uh, confidence in him. But I think it would probably do him very well to come back into the fold to be around uh, great quality keepers like Ederson and uh, Stefan and, and work with um, Manchisador, the uh, Man City goalkeeping coach, for at least a season before going out on loan again. So those are two changes that uh, we could make. They're not entirely necessary, but it would involve giving Bravo and Carson contract extensions, which I don't think City would have a particular appetite to do. So those uh, changes would not involve any financial outlay particularly. And we would obviously, um, certainly in the case of Bravo, be uh, saving uh, money on his uh, salary. Okay, so those are the first two changes that I would make. The next ones, of course, are along the back line. And uh, this has been our Achilles heel in our attempt to challenge Liverpool. First one, I think, that needs to happen is the departure of Otamendi. Otamendi has come to the end, guys. I think he's on his way. 
who would take him. I'm not sure, but I fancy perhaps a move to Spain, possibly Portugal. Maybe we could interest Napoli in taking him in part replacement for who I think is going to come in to replace him, and that is Kalidou Koulibaly. And this is the one that everyone's talking about. This is the one that everyone is excited about. He is one of the, certainly in the top uh, five uh, best uh, central defenders in the world. He's a ready-made, straight-into-the-first-team kind of guy. And if you guys could imagine a central defensive partnership of Laporte and Koulibaly, well, that provides the kind of a rock-solid anchor that we would need to mount a serious challenge to Liverpool and uh, probably an improved Manchester United and uh, Chelsea uh, next season. So let's have Koulibaly in. According to Sam Lee, uh, the personal terms between City and Koulibaly have been agreed. So it's only a question of uh, doing a deal with De Laurentiis. And he is certainly Italy's answer to Daniel Levy. Very difficult to deal with. But um, if reports are to, b- to be believed, a 70 million euro transfer fee would probably do it. Koulibaly, as you know, or as you might know, uh, came to uh, the attention of uh, most people outside Italy, but particularly for that YouTube clip, guys, where when Napoli were facing an attack and uh, Koulibaly uh, saw his left back out of position, he actually physically grabbed him and threw him in front of the opposition attackers. And that's uh, that was very, very funny. It shows the kind of um, strength of uh, character and leadership that we need at the back. So Koulibaly in, Otamendi out, and I think that is the one thing that must happen. The next thing on my list is the departure of uh, John Stones. Unfortunately, as much as we love John Stones, we have to be quite um, realistic and say that uh, Stones has neither the mental or physical fortitude to be dependable uh, for us. In his time at City, he has spent so much time um, out of sorts, uh, out of fitness, and I think that he basically Pep can't rely upon him. That much is clear. We do need to be aware that he forms one of the homegrown contingent, the precious uh, homegrown contingent in our squad. And as much as I'd like him to be replaced by one of my favourites, uh, Dio Upamakano, um, we've done a pod, myself and Ray, about Upamakano uh, in the past. I think someone who would be more likely to come in for stones is Nathan Ake, because he qualifies under the homegrown rules. And as you know, he developed at uh, Chelsea. And there have been several times when Chelsea looked on the cusp of um, taking him on or bringing him back from uh, Bournemouth, where he has been playing this season. In the last couple of seasons, he's been a regular starter. And because he's homegrown and because he's a Dutch international with a great deal of quality, who's played uh, several times for the Dutch national team, I think that's a sign of his quality. He could replace Stones, and when you consider that he would probably be um, a backup for either Koulibaly or Laporte, I think that would be a good deal. So the homegrown situation is solved, Stones is out, and we've got someone in who is now more reliable in the event that one of the two main central defenders uh, gets injured. Uh, The next move, I think, is an interesting uh, suggestion. I've heard it from several people, and I, I tend to agree, and that is that 
what we could do is keep on Benjamin Mendy, who is just beginning to show signs that um, he uh, might get back into form. But the backup uh, for Mendy has always been some kind of converted midfield option or someone who is young and unreliable like uh, Angelino. So what we could do is we could, I don't think there's any reason to sell Zinchenko, but we do need to bring in a left back. I think a lot of City fans would agree with that. I don't think it's going to be Ben Chilwell. He would cost the earth, and it looks like he's pretty much agreed to go to Chelsea anyway. But what has emerged in recent days is the idea of going for someone like Lucas Digne at Everton. He's been very impressive. I think he could come in. Um, the price wouldn't be um, off the charts for City, and that would give us an alternative to Mendy and someone who has a good deal of defensive grit. Um, that would be a very, very good uh, challenger for him in that position. And uh, if we move across to the right, it's been pretty clear for uh, several weeks uh, now that uh, Cancelo has not been happy at City. He's angling for a move. And uh, I think that he probably needs to be replaced in the same way that he replaced Danilo. And uh, what we could do is bring in Nelson Semedo, and uh, this has been talked about. He's a very, very good attacking right back, and uh, one thing that many people believe is that Kyle Walker needs some serious competition, and uh, I think we have to say that uh, Cancelo has not provided that th uh, this season. So what do we have? We have got, so far, Koulibaly coming in for Otamendi. We have Ake coming in for Stones. We have Digne. Uh, coming in for Angelino and Semedo coming in for Cancelo. Now, those are suggestions that I believe would stiffen up our defensive spine considerably. And I think that um, apart from Koulibaly, who would be expensive, uh, I think these are uh, reasonable uh, options. And of course, there's even the chance that uh, Semedo and Cancelo could pretty much swap uh, swap clubs. Uh, there's a slight chance of that. Normally swaps don't happen, but uh, they certainly seem to be something that are an attractive proposition for teams in this post-lockdown period. Okay, so the next uh, change is that we know that Leroy Sané has gone. Does he need to be replaced? Of course, Phil Foden can play on the left, but uh, Phil is not the same kind of player. And uh, one name I think that has featured very prominently recently is Leon Bailey, who apparently is available for between 30 and 40 million euros. This is an exciting uh, player. He's had a few uh, injury uh, concerns. I believe they're behind him now, but he is uh, available. He seems to be available at a reasonable price. Um, and I think he would be a good replacement for Leroy Sané. What do you think, guys? Um, you could make the case that Leroy doesn't necessarily need to be uh, replaced with our sort of embarrassment of um, attacking midfield riches. But if you want uh, someone who has the ability to go past players and to put in crosses, I think that uh, Bailey is uh, a good option and an option that will not break the bank. Uh, the final one is not going to cost us anything at all. We know that we're losing Davis Silva. He's out. And I think it's just basically the, the case of a straight um, 
swap with um, Phil Foden. And we've seen what magnificent form he's been in uh, recently. I think he's uh, put all of the doubts about his uh, quality and his suitability to be a starting 11 uh, player uh, for Man City. So Foden replaces David Silva. So just to summarize, out goes Bravo. In comes Zach Steffen. Out goes Scott Carson. In comes Aro Murich. Out goes Otamendi. In comes Koulibaly. Out goes John Stones. In comes Nathan Ake. Out goes Angelino. In comes Lucas Digne. Out goes Cancelo. In comes Nelson Semedo. With Leroy Sané now gone, we could bring in Leon Bailey. And we could simply replace David Silva with Phil Foden. So there you go, guys. Those are my suggestions for the various uh, changes and transfers that we could uh, make. But of course, it's subjective, guys. It's totally subjective. You may agree uh, or you may disagree. Let me know what you think. You can certainly um, post up uh, comments and suggestions when we put this little podlet out there on SoundCloud. So there it is. Um, apologies to all of our regular listeners for how long it's been since we last posted that's not uh, ray or uh, colin's fault that's entirely my fault uh, sometimes when you get this um enforced uh, three month uh, layoff then it can roll into extra weeks um for one reason uh or another i've certainly been um having to conduct uh, university classes on zoom at all kinds of different uh, hours which has um a lot of uh, challenges I certainly didn't know how to conduct classes online, had to learn it uh, through a painful trial and error process. That's not the only excuse, but the main thing is we're back now. We're putting this one out uh, right uh, pretty much after I do uh, a little bit of editing to uh, clean it up, but um, we'll be back on track straight after, so um, look out for the next one, which will come in uh, the next uh, 24 hours or so when uh, myself and Ray and hopefully um, Colin Savage will give you our considered opinions about that massive 4-0 demolition of Liverpool that you have all witnessed. Um, So there it is. We'll leave it there uh, for now, guys. We'll be back with you very shortly. So until then, have one on us and up the blues. Manchester United have done all they can. That really goes in after the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero.